the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. And it's football season again, Lundy. The USFL gets back underway, a renaissance of sorts, as we have a bunch of leftovers and guys you've never even heard of. Uh, going to be donning jerseys that uh, you probably haven't seen in roughly 40 years. Uh, and no, Steve Young is not going to be a part of the revival, but still, there's action to wager on. You want to talk about the most craptastic of craptastic bets. That is uh, you know, stacking any kind of greenbacks or wagers on any singular game. And you know what? Uh, I can't resist it. So let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to go with Northern Colorado Zone. Kyle Sloter and the New Orleans Breakers to cover against the Philadelphia Stars and their dumb mascot that looks like uh, something that's a byproduct of Benny the Bull and Big Red, the Western Kentucky Hilltopper. If they made it, they would have cranked out their hideous mascot. But uh, I think Kyle Sloter to Sean Poindexter is going to be the most lethal one-two punch vertically in the USFL. Uh, again, I have no evidence to suggest otherwise. I'll lay the two and a half at plus 100 at DraftKings. Are you going to ride with me on the no. Sloter steam engine, no. my friend? No. I will gamble on some degenerate shit, dude. <laughs> but I do not give two craps about the USFL. I will not be watching it. I will not be betting on it. I will not be looking for hidden gems buried <laughs> deep inside the player props. I will do what 99.8% of America is going to do and not give a shit. Yeah, well, I think that's an accurate uh, representation of generally my feelings. I'm not going to watch a single second of it, so I'm probably just going to fire off a ticket and go back and look at the box score. However, just on the uh, nickname alone, the Pittsburgh Maulers catching four points against the Tampa Bay Bandits. Uh, I love the Maulers name. Uh, I'll take them at plus four. I don't know anything about any I of just, the rules. I, I, know I just don't understand why they're even bothering to do this in cities that have actual NFL. Like, why is there a team in Philly? Why is there a team in Tampa? Why is there a team in New Orleans? Go do this in cities that don't have any football and see if maybe people like you. Uh, how about Casper, Wyoming? It's an untapped market. I, I do do something. Give a team to, you know, go go to Oklahoma City. I mean, do something. <laughs> Just why are you trying to double up in towns that already have football? I mean, the Tampa Bay, let's see, the Tampa Bay Bandits or I can watch Tom Brady. Hmm, which one do I care about if I'm down in Tampa? Yeah, or you can watch names scroll across the screen in a couple of weeks of the NFL draft, and that may offer more excitement than the product of the field of the USFL. But regardless, there's action there if you want to wager on it. I'm going to take the New Orleans Breakers for S's and G's. And uh, let's get in, before we get to the Fave 5, uh, the no home run parlays, Lundy, have been a cashing machine for your boy. I I've now have hit four out of five of these, and we're going to keep the good times. Hopefully a rolling. Give me Tyler O'Neill tonight, Fran Mil Reyes, Brandon Lau, and Jose Altuve. All of those guys not to go yard, minus 124 at Bed MGM. Why am I fading Tyler O'Neill? Well, two for 11 lifetime with four strikeouts and zero extra base hits against Freddie Peralta. Why am I saying that Fran Mil Reyes will not go the distance with a long ball? 0 for 6 with a handful of strikeouts lifetime against Carlos Rodan. 
Uh, what about Brandon Lau? Well, he's going to face Dylan Cease, who was just straight up filthy and last season only had an 11.3 home run to fly ball percentage. It's one of the lowest numbers among eligible starters in Major League Baseball. Then Jose Altuve, though he is 10 for 24, lifetime against Marco Gonzalez. Uh, he has only gone yard one time in those 24 bats and is off to a rather slow start. So all those guys do not eclipse a fence. We lay down $124. We get 100 in return. Again, minus 124 there at BetMGM. If you want to ride, uh, go ahead and tag along. Get a sit shotgun on this one, Lundy, or are you going to pass? No, I like this little run that you're on here with these no home run guys. I'll roll with you on this one. Four out of five, you know, that's pretty damn good, dude. So I like these. You just go find somebody with a bad pitching matchup. What are you going to do tonight? Nothing. It's. <laughs> I love the idea that you're betting on the negative. It just cracks me up. Absolutely. Let's let it ride and let's rock and roll on this freaky Friday edition with another fade five. Number five. All right, Lundy, you got blasted in the boards by the sports books last night. Uh, the NHL uh, had a full open buffet. A prime rib, I think, was on the menu. And uh, unfortunately, you did not dig in with a knife and fork and really cut up the meat and make ends meet in the end. Uh, so let's drop the puck and make some bucks. It's a much lighter schedule tonight, just a pair of games on the ice. But I know you've got a shovel in hand and you want to dig out of this hole that you're currently residing in. So what do you got for me tonight in the National Hockey League? Yeah, I feel kind of bad because uh, the picks that I did on the pod uh, yesterday, uh, they sucked. I mean, we missed <laughs> out on we missed out on uh, the two uh, straight-up picks, and then we missed out on what should have been an easy parlay. Why? Because the Detroit Red, Red Wings decided uh, to all of a sudden look like they knew how to play hockey. Uh, but I digress. However, you're right. There were so many damn games yesterday, and I keep talking about this, about how bad the NHL is in their scheduling. Tonight, there are only two. Now, I sucked on the pod yesterday. I did okay on the TV show. I need to do a little better job of correlating my picks. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Uh, let's go to Montreal, shall we? Oh. The Habs will be hosting the uh, New York Islanders tonight. So the Islanders are coming off of a loss last night to Pittsburgh 6-3. to And the Islanders have actually struggled against the Canadiens. They shouldn't, but for whatever reason they do. They've actually only won once in the last five. So as much as New York should take care of Montreal, I just don't trust it, especially with them on a back-to-back. -back. But I do love the over on the five and a half total goals to be scored in this one. If Semyon Varlamov is between the pipes for the Islanders, uh, Varley has given up nine goals in his last two games. So Montreal is going to be able to score. We know the Islanders can as well. So I think this number is set too low. I actually believe by the time we get to puck drop, this might creep up and be an even six. So I would go grab it while you can at the flat five and a half, which you can get right now at DraftKings at a minus 120. Go get that puck and make some bucks, you jackals. Number four. All right, let's go to the world of Major League Baseball. And I actually did well in the pod yesterday, Luddy. And I'm struggling with the same strife that you were dealing with on television. I just need to adhere to my TV-only picks. Uh, because I think I'm up like nine or ten units on live on the line. 
And then I go to my dock and I put in a bunch of additional bets. And I end up squandering away all the cash. <laughs> I, I need to hey, be more Hey, it's just judicious. about breaking even, baby. It's just like I lost on the pod, but then I won on TV because my, my featured picks went four and one. So it, it all evens out. Yeah, it does. Uh, I, but I, I simply cannot uh, resist keeping my finger uh, off the return button and smashing bets uh, on the various sports books. But what I am smashing on tonight in Major League Baseball, I'm taking the under on the Cleveland Guardians total runs, which is sitting at three and a half against San Francisco and Carlos Rodan. Uh, that is at minus 110 at BetMGM. Why am I down on Cleveland? Well, this is more of my support of Rodan, uh, who I feel is one of the best lefties in all of Major League Baseball. Uh, you saw him storming out of the gates against Miami, and I know it's the Marlins, uh, and those fish are certainly out of water, and they're uh, you know struggling to get air, uh, wasting away on the shoreline. Five innings pitch three hits allowed two walks an earned run and 12 strikeouts in his first start of this 2022 major league baseball season his fastball averaged 97.4 smoke in the gun uh, he's got an excellent slider and he's added a curveball this year uh, which he's already leaned on around six to eight percent of the time uh, you look at cleveland against left-handed pitchers last season they raked 324 batting average with a 993 ops uh, but I think Rodon is just so nasty and gnarly and nearly unhittable that he is not going to give up more than maybe one earned run, if any at all. And if the bullpen can hold, I don't see Cleveland getting a four run. So fade or follow the under three and a half runs for the Guardians against the Giants minus 110 at BetMGM. I really like this one, but I'm going to be crossing my fingers that the bullpen doesn't blow it. Um, I'll be honest. That's the thing that I got to keep an eye on is that San Francisco doesn't screw it up um, by the time they hand it off. And, and look, I'm not trying to say that, that their bullpen sucks, but when you have a guy that starts for you that's that strong and then you hand it off, maybe those middle relievers, we need to keep uh, things nice and snug uh, around the plate and force some ground ball outs, maybe a couple fly ball outs there uh, at the stadium. But I, I'm going to roll with you on this one. I'm a little more nervous about this one than you are only because I, I love Rodon. love watching him pitch. Like you said, he's got the stuff. Um, I just want to make sure that they don't blow it late in the game. Yeah, amen on that one. Slam the damn door, relievers. Number three. All right, Lundy, let's go out west. And on the late night tip, the Seattle Mariners at home are taking on the Houston Astros, a couple of – uh, division rivals here, and I'm going to take the under on Marco Gonzalez, 16 and a half outs. He is the starter for the Seattle Mariners, and I've been toying around uh, much like I have with the no home run parlays with some of these over-unders on pitcher outs, so it's effectively an innings pitched prop when you think about it. Can he get to five and two-thirds? In this contest, and I say no. Uh, and again, this is a minus 110 on DraftKings. You look at Gonzalez in his first start of the season, and he got rocked in Minnesota. Two innings pitched, two earned runs, three homers, two walks, only had 61 total pitches. And he is one of these guys, his second turn of the rotation, probably on a pitch count, maybe like 80 at most in this one. And I know last season in one start, that was it, so it was a small sample size, uh, he performed well against Houston, going six strong. And at home a season ago, a, a laudable 3.97 ERA. But you look at the history. Jose Altuve batting 417 lifetime against Gonzalez. Michael Brantley, 429. Alex Bregman, 346. Jordan Alvarez, 400. 
Kyle Tucker, 444. So when uh, Marco Gonzalez goes against the Houston Astros, he serves up grapefruits, and these guys crush it. So I think uh, he's going to get chased in this game. Uh, he is not going to get to five and two-thirds. As a result, under 16.5 total outs against the Astros, minus 110 at DraftKings. Fade or follow? I will fade you on this one, and I have no wow. reason to. I have no reason to do so other than just a little bit of a gut feel. His only start against Houston last season, he did go six innings. Right. He made yep. it six. Yep. He survived. Now he only gave up five hits total. He like he was clearly he was kind of on a roll. Had four strikeouts um, in that one. I, I'm going to say he gets a little bit of a, uh, of a of a return to what we saw last April in that one start that he had against Houston. So this is entirely a TYG. Maybe it's because you tortured me with picking that shit in the USFL at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> New Orleans and, Breakers, let's go! And I just decided that I was going to go against you for no other reason than than that you brought that into my Friday. Like, my Friday morning was going just fine until you were like, you know what we should do? Let's talk about the USFL. No, Brad, we shouldn't talk about the USFL. And just for that, just for that, I will go to the land of Brandon Funston and I will side with Marco Gonzalez and I will fade you. I will say he makes it uh, to his uh, five and two thirds magic number. Oh, the kangaroos are going to punch in the giblets, my friend. Come on, Marco Gonzalez. Bomb. Stick around for my top picks in the NBA play-in tournament games tonight. Plus, Bonus time in the NHL, the NBA, and of course, more Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's tip it up here with uh, C.J. McCollum in this uh, matchup tonight as the New Orleans Pelicans uh, are in action, taking on the Los Angeles Clippers in the City of Angels. And I'm going to go under on McCollum, 25 and a half points. Uh, this one at minus 116 is the best juice right now in the industry on this uh, at FanDuel. Everywhere else, it's minus 125 or even juicier than that. Well, you look at McCollum, uh, absolutely lit it up uh, last time out, uh, going for 32 points against the San Antonio Spurs, uh, jacking up 23 shots and splashing 12 through the cylinder. But you look at his history against the Clippers this season. He's faced them four times, uh, whether uh, as a member of the Pels or prior with his stint with the Portland Trailblazers. And he went 20 points, 14 points, 13 points and 19 points in those four contests so he's not exactly burn the nets against LA this season now the Clippers over the last 30 days middle of the pack in the NBA and adjusted defensive efficiency but 25 and a half I think the recency bias really baked into this line based on how McCollum performed against the Spurs I don't think he's going to have similar success this time around so Lundy Fade or follow, C.J. McCollum under 25 and a half points, minus 116 at FanDuel. Uh, second best uh, bet on the pod, in my opinion, today. The best one, uh, the one that I will be uh, breaking out the hammer for is the one we're going to talk about here in a ooh, second. But, ooh, a tease. Um, but uh, I like this one. This is just this is just too high. I, I think yeah. I think McCollum's going to be just fine. I think he's going to probably score 22 or 23. But um, I'm no math major. That's under. Uh, 25 and a half. So um, I, I think he's going to have a solid game, but I don't think he's going to have one of those where he goes off for 31, just goes nuts, hits every 
player prop out there on him. I think he's going to have a good game. I don't think he's going to have a great game. And I still stick with my guns. I said from the very beginning that both that even though Minnesota and L.A. were playing each other in the first round of the play in, that both of them were going to be the ones that advanced. So I'm sticking to that. I think the Clippers win. Um, I think McCollum will have a good game, but I think L.A. moves on and New Orleans is done. Build some cities with those bricks, CJ. We got to cash this under. Number one. All right, let's go to the other matchup, and it's the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, struggling for their basketball lives right now, taking on the Atlanta Hawks in that high-flying offense, spearheaded, of course, by the legendary Trey Young. And I am going to go with Evan Mobley in this one, and I'm going to take the over on two-and-a-half steals plus blocks of the likely NBA Rookie of the Year. Yeah, this is sledgehammer-worthy. Uh, on the line, and you, you look at the best odds uh, right now in the industry, and I'm updating this in real time, uh, several books, actually. So DraftKings, uh, BetMGM, Caesars, Pick Your Poison, Fandle, uh, they're all at minus 110 juice, and I think that's a steal of a deal. Uh, I, he could get this in blocks alone, Lundy. And you look at the three matchups prior this season against the Hawks, six combined, three combined, five combined. So he's three for three against this team this season. He has been over this threshold in five of his last nine games. And you look at Atlanta – uh, they uh, have suffered rejection, similar to your boy in college in the dating game, uh, early and often uh, this season. A 12th most blocks per game allowed in their last 15, uh, though they have given up the fifth fewest steals per game over that span. So uh, for Mobley, I-, I like having the extra cushion here uh, with the steel built into it. He could get over this on blocks alone, sure. And his blocks prop, if you like that, individually that's at one and a half and it's not juiced to high heaven it's a minus 120 universally at all the books but uh for my money give me mobley over two and a half steals plus blocks lundy fade or follow well, I already told you, this is my favorite bet on the board uh, of our Fade 5 today. I absolutely love this one. Um, like you said, over all three games against Atlanta, he's done it recently. Um, you know, he, he knows this could wind up being the final game of his rookie season. If they don't wind up picking up the win, I think he's got the I think he's got the motivation to play. I think this is going to be a good game. I, I just put all of this together and I sit back and go, yeah, I, I, he might be like I said, he might have the two blocks by halftime. And then all we're waiting on is either an extra block or a steal to sneak in there somewhere, and we're cashing the ticket. Like I said, this is my favorite. I'm all about this one. Uh, Best bet on the board of the Fade Five today, in my opinion. Well done, good sir. Well done. Yes, give him the old uh, Dikembe finger wag, Evan Mobley. And with that, it's bonus time. What else you got for me on this Friday, Lundy? Well, like I said, we've only got one other game in hockey, but I've got to play for you in that one. It's Florida at home against Winnipeg. Winnipeg is still technically – Thump, 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 thump. They still have a pulse when it comes to uh, the uh, the playoffs, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and they do have a game in hand. So they're they're trying to work their way in on the West uh, to see if they can get one of those wild card spots. But it's it's going to be tough. But they could do it. Florida's at home. Florida's the best team in the East. Um, and so I I'm I think Florida wins this. I'm just not quite ready to take it in regulation or on the puck line. So here's what I did: went in, did a same gamer on DraftKings, just took Florida on the money line. And I took the over on five and a half goals. You put that together, it's a minus 105. So it's not quite plus territory, but it's a pretty solid payout there. 
Um, like I said, Florida money line over five and a half, same game parlay DK that puts you to minus 105. And then speaking of Florida, I will take an anytime goal for Jonathan Huberdo at plus 200 at DraftKings. Very attractive number there. This month he's played six games. He's got five goals and six assists mm. in those six games. He is absolutely and fuego right now for them. Um, and so I'm going to go with Huberdo, who leads Florida in overall points. Um, and I'm going to take him for an anytime goal because plus 200 is a damn nice payday for a guy that has been around the net in basically every game that they've played so far in the month of April. All right. Uh, let me give you some more action here in the NBA. Uh, this is a, a go-to move for me every single time Atlanta takes a floor. Take him on the first half line. Uh, they're only laying a point and a half right now. Uh, minus 110 at BetMGM. Uh, Atlanta covering machines over the first half. You look over their last 16 games. They're number three in the NBA in net efficiency over first frames. A Cleveland during that same span, number 20 in the NBA. So I think Atlanta will be up by at least a deuce. At the intermission. Uh, also in that other playing game, uh, give me the L.A. Clippers. and I'm going to lay the three and a half. Uh, I just think they're the better squad. They're at home. I know they're enigmatic at times, but with PG-13 back on the floor, uh, I mentioned that C.J. McCollum's going to struggle tonight, and I think it's going to be indicative of the entire Pelicans offense uh, as the Clippers, one of the slowest teams in the NBA. Uh, they could just lull you to sleep uh, with their you know very, very methodical pace, number 24 in pace in the NBA over the last 30 days uh, and playing pretty good defense here down the stretch. So I, I will take uh, the Clippers there and lay the chalk. Meanwhile, in baseball, let's get a couple of two-leg parlays, shall we? Uh, how about Paul Goldschmidt to get a hit and Alex Bregman to get a hit? Uh, that two-legger, plus 147. Put that together at BetMGM. Goldschmidt, lifetime against Freddie Peralta of the Milwaukee Brewers. Six for 14 uh, with four extra base hits, two bombs, and five RBI. I know he's off to a slow start, just three for 16 to start the season. Uh, but he will get off the schneid tonight. And I mentioned Bregman earlier when discussing Marco Gonzalez, lifetime hitting 346 against him. That's uh, nine for 26 with four extra base hits. And he has been white hot off the blocks. Seven for his first 21 this MLB season with a couple of homers and seven RBI. And I also kind of like him uh, for an RBI prop as well at plus 185. The other two-legger I like, if you listen to this pod early, you got to get in on this action immediately because we've got Arizona and the Mets uh, playing here uh, at high noon, I believe, a local time. I, I think Starling Marte scores a run. Zach Davies stinks. Uh, that's really all I need to know. And lifetime, Marte, 10 for 28 against him. I think he gets on base. And maybe Polar Bear Peter, somebody knocks him in. And then I like Trey Mancini to record a hit against Jordan Montgomery of the Yankees. Mancini has crushed his soul uh, in his career. 9 for 21 against Montgomery with a 1,091 OPS. So, again, Marte gets a run. Mancini gets a hit. That is plus 157. Oh, and one more. Uh, Caesars released some of their early NFL uh, over-unders in the draft market on some of the individual players. And Malik Willis came out at 9.5 on the over-under of where he's going to be picked. Uh, Say what? Take the under all day long. I would not be at all surprised if he goes number two whether that's going to be Detroit or somebody trading into that spot will to be determined on draft night. But I think he will certainly go inside the top 10 just a couple of weeks away from the NFL draft. And that is a wrap.
on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the Noise.